Hello and welcome back to the For All Hours podcast. My name is Jamal, as it was last week, and I'm joined by a very special guest, dancer, acrobat, owner of ZW Active on <laughs> Instagram, Zoe Wainwright. How are you doing today? Hello, I'm good. How are you? Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to jump straight into it. Um, your Instagram page. You are. Yes. Well, where do I even start? What? What? Okay. Here's where I'm going to start. How did you decide on like starting a fitness Instagram? I guess. Um, I actually don't even remember. It was like halfway through first year when I was in full time. Um, I kind of just was like, oh, I'm really into fitness, and I really enjoyed like working out and training and just like bettering myself so I was like oh maybe I'll just like make a page <laughs> I was kind of like scared at first I thought people would like make fun of me and I was like oh like this is gonna be so embarrassing but then I was like now nah, like stuff that I'm just gonna make it um at the start it was kind of like low-key and I was like oh I don't want people following it it's embarrassing but then I was like nah who cares and then I ended up just like growing and then I ended up getting a lot of people who were like oh yeah keep posting like it's so good and a lot of people were like yeah I want to see workouts and food and just like what you do and I was like yeah right let's just keep going with this and then it sort of just grew a little bit and I guess we're here where we are now I don't know I sort of just wanted to at first like show my journey and like how I train and just like have something to look back on so that when I like in like four years time like oh man this is how I started and Mm. this is where I've like gotten to yeah no fair enough and like I feel like that's uh, quite a a nice reason to do it. Was there like a point, like a, not a turning point, but just like a catalyst of like, oh, okay, now I'm doing it. Was it like anything where you're just like, oh, I, you know, like you said, wanted to track my journey or did like, because I know you've had like a few injuries where you're just like, oh, I got injured. I want to track my journey from when I got injured to X, Y, Z. Like, was there anything like that? Or was it just like, oh, better, better now than never. Um, I don't really know. Like it sort of just started cause like I wanted to like get stronger and just like, oh, I don't even know. Like when I first started, I sort of just thought, oh yeah, I'll just use this like a little page to myself. And then I guess people were like really interested in like what I did cause they wanted to see how I trained. And then I was like, oh yeah, I'm kind of just using this as like a platform for myself, but I guess you can follow it too. Um, yeah. But it was mainly, yeah, just because, like, I wanted to get stronger and just, like, completely change my lifestyle because I was definitely someone who, when I first got into fitness, was someone who, like, would do it because they wanted to look a certain way or, Mm. like, yeah, like, just copy or influences or something and just eat a certain way when I was probably doing it completely wrong. And then I thought, if I make a page, I'll actually do it right. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Um, (laughs) We're definitely going to touch on the whole influencer thing later. But Mm -hmm. with your... So, with your training at full-time, did Mm -hmm. that have any, like, say on how you wanted to train outside of, um, like, I guess outside of school? Because, obviously, full-time is very uh, strenuous Mm -hmm. on the body. Um, Did that, yeah, did you take that into account, like, when you're, I guess, like, doing workouts and posting stuff outside of full-time? I would say that when I first started no I was just like going for going it, for it. Yeah, sure. 
I like was just like, yeah, I've got a page, like I'm going to get fit and just would do, I would just train and I wouldn't really like balance them both. And I didn't realize how strenuous full time was on the body. Um, And then probably when we had our break and then I went to second year, I sort of was like, shit, I can't like keep this up for a new year. I've got to like change something. So I ended up prioritizing dancing and was like, this is my, like, this is what I'm doing. This is my sport. This is what I have to focus on. And ended up just doing like probably two workouts a week um, in the new year, um, last year, 2020, and was like, if I don't have time to work out, it's fine. Dancing is majority of my training anyways. Mm-hmm. So that pretty much is what I did. No, good. Uh, because, yeah, um, as we know, dancing very hard at the, uh, yes. at the full-time pre-professional yeah. level. Um, so with the Instagram page, I think you're almost up to – what are, we, what are we up to nowadays? 3,000 almost? 3K, yeah. Ooh, that's exciting. Hey, low. That's okay. <laughs> I was like, you gotta, you've literally got to start somewhere. And, yeah. you know. Um, so how do you decide, like, what you're putting out um, to your followers? Like, what kind of content do you do and, like, want to do? Like, focusing, okay. now that we're in a new year, like, kind of just like... Yes. What do you, what do you think? I think... This year, I just want to focus on um, posting my training and not worrying about what other people want to see, like sort of thing, because I've had a lot of people DM me and message me and be like, can you post this in this workout or can you do a leg workout or something targeting the abs? And I'm like, yeah, I can, but like (laughs) that's not what my page is for. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Um, So I think I'm just going to focus on my training and I'll just film whatever I can, post it, share just – some food I eat and then when I get my qualification, I guess I will use it sort of as a platform to like get clients and stuff. Yeah, sure. Oh, that was my next question. Um, what <laughs> Are you training for any qualifications? Um, yeah, I'm just um, doing my certificate three and four in fitness this year. Yeah. Um, so hopefully I can then become a coach um, and then, yeah, that's it. So who who is that through? Like where do Sorry? you do it? where do you do the um the course? Like is it online? Oh, I'm just doing it online. Yeah. Like it's just with the Australian Fitness Academy. Yeah. So what's what can you do as a fitness coach as opposed to like um like a personal trainer or something? Um. Well, that's the sort of thing I'm not really sure about. That's why I'm sort of doing the course because mm. I don't know if I want to just become a PT because that's just like. I don't know, I just see that like other PTs and I'm like, oh, like I would like to do that, but I feel like it's not really where I'm interested in. Yeah, sure. So I think I want to use it to start with and then maybe branch off, like maybe go to uni um, and do something there just because I would love to in the future be like someone who helps someone who's just come out of like an injury um, and I run up their rehab program for them and they like come in and see me and they get um, stronger from their injuries if they had like an ACL or something or you with your meniscus, um, mm. they would come in and they would do their rehab exercises and we'd follow like a program until they get like stronger. So like a like a blend of like a sports physio coach rehab extraordinaire kind of thing. Yes, <laughs> that's what I would love to do. <laughs> uh, what's the uni qualification for that? Do you just have I to think be you a physio? I think you have to do um, exercise physiologist or something. All right. Or like exercise. I'm not really sure, but I guess I'll just start with this and then see where it takes me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, 
Are there any, like, goals for your page specifically? Like, are you looking to, like, I don't know, I know it's some, I don't even know if you think of yourself as, like, a brand because definitely that's, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what some, like, uh, pages aim to do. Like, is there any mm-hmm. goals to expand, goals to, you know, delve into more mm-hmm. food stuff, more, I don't know, rehab stuff? Um. <laughs> I don't really know with my page. I'd, I'd probably just say my goal is probably just to um, start using my page um, to promote clients and, like, use that as my platform sort of yeah. thing to, like, I guess you would say for your brand. But once I, like, become a coach and that would be where everything sort of goes through, that page. Yeah, sure. Um, and maybe just, like, grow it to, like, educate people and, like, make sure people are getting the right information and not, like, inaccurate information and know so that they can come to this page and it's a safe place to like um understand how fitness works and how they should be training and not getting silly information from other accounts that have no idea if that makes sense (laughs) sure and that that is actually my next point you're doing my job for me (laughs) um i wanted to talk about like the general like obviously the stigma around like the fitness industry Mm -hmm. and like instagram influence influencers who just like say stuff like Mm. how do you well a feel about that and then like I guess separate yourself from that kind of mold where like do you do um x amount of research or do you um like look stuff up like yeah actually I want to like how do you feel about it first like the whole um I would just say that like it's frustrating because a lot of people who are on social media go straight to that and it's so popular now these days that no one actually understands or knows who actually knows what they're talking about Mm. so like if you go on social media and you're scrolling through fitness accounts you probably I don't even really scroll past anyone who is an educated person unless I really like um, research and like dig and find these people most pages are just like pages like mine where you just like post whatever I like. But if you look at their pages, they like might give information out on like things that you're like, oh, that's you probably shouldn't be saying that because you can't tell someone what to eat and how much because yeah. everyone's different. But yeah, I'd probably just say that like it's frustrating because everyone these days thinks they know how to um, train someone and they know how to tell someone what to eat. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. They know how. They know nutrition, but they've never done a course for it. And I can't say anything about that because I haven't done a nutrition course. But then I guess it sort of just says, like, do what do you post? Like, do you make your page about yourself or do is your intentions to educate people? And I guess that's sort of where people um, get a bit stuck when they're um, on social media. But mm. I don't even know if that makes any no, sense. I'm yeah, just absolutely. rambling now. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um and I think that's what you've done well with your page is like, you know, I guess your limits. Cause I, I do see a lot of disclaimers where you're just like, yeah, I don't actually like, I not know about it, but or you're also just like, I'm not a you know qualified trainer or anything. And you're also mm. just like, this page is for me, please. I'm just doing this for me. I know, you know, yeah. my limits and um, what yeah. I need to eat to get strong. So no, I think that's good. Um, but yeah. Instagram influencers, it's it's tough because um, that sometimes they'll just like make overarching like just blanket statements, and you're like, ooh, 
It's like, this will fix this. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think that's how that works. Yeah. So, like, I'd probably just, like, say, like, well, for when I first started, you know how I said that, like, I was, like, doing it for the wrong reasons and I would look a certain way. Mm. I remember when I first got onto Instagram, I found this influencer and she was, like, to me, like, the goal. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I've got to look like her. I've got to train like her. And I would copy her workouts and do, like, skipping and, like, her toning leg workouts and just this random stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, this is what I need to do to get fit. But now I look back and I'm like, she was not it. Like, that is so wrong. Like, that was would have done nothing. Do they actually <laughs> It would have just – pardon? Do they actually work? If you're doing, like, a leg workout with, like, ankle weights, probably not. Like, no, it doesn't <laughs> do anything. Yeah. Like, if you're training to want to get strong and, like, actually change your body composition, then I probably wouldn't even bother. Yeah. Um, but then I, like, was like, oh, like, yeah, I'm just going to, like, train like her and just try and do her workouts. Maybe I'll look like her. But this girl was probably hardly eating and had amazing genetics. Yeah. And I was like, no, nah, like, I need to, like, actually learn how to train properly, like, feel my body properly and actually like learn to recover and just I ended up only training now twice a week because like less is actually way more like I ended up trying to train like five days a week six days a week and was probably killing my body to look a certain way (laughs) which did nothing (laughs) um and I guess that's sort of where the fitness view stems from because a lot of girls would go on social media and be like oh like I need to eat x amount of calories um because this influence is telling me to but really 1,200 calories, which is what a lot of girls think they need to eat, is actually going to um, is actually detrimental to their health, and that's pretty much the minimum for a toddler. But we see girls who are scared to eat because they don't want to get big and bulky. 1,200. Is, My goodness, yeah. that's like an eight-year-old's amount of food. Yeah, it's like the new thing these days. Everyone thinks they need to eat that much to lose weight or like be healthy. Uh, uh I don't know. I've always been. Mm-hmm. In the camp of just like, if you're going to do more work, you need to eat more. Otherwise, you yeah. will quite literally just start fading away. Like, yes, <laughs> your exactly. muscles will just start. I assume that this is not anywhere remotely how it works, but like, your muscles will just like start, I guess, breaking down to like fuel your body. Yeah. Um, You'll start to like hold on to it because you're starving and then you would just lose it all. So you're quite literally but... eating yourself from the inside out. Yeah, Gross. pretty much. That's and so if you're cool. training like five days a week, then I don't understand like how people how people can live off that amount of food. Yeah, it's scary. So, so how did you go from? Obviously, you've transitioned from like five to six days a week of training to two because mm-hmm. it works for you. Um, how did like in the initial phase? How did you like set yourself up? How were you like okay, five or six times a week? This is uh, good for me because, like, what? How did you decide on that number? I guess. Do you mean how did I start? Like for five to six? Is that yeah, what you yeah. Mean? So, like, what what was your thinking behind? Like, well, I'm gonna do you know legs and then blah 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 blah. Like, what was the thought process to be, behind it? To be honest, I can't really remember because it was a while ago. But I think I was just like I got really into like the weights because I was like just getting into it and I was so excited like to try this new thing. I was like, oh, I'm just going to, like, go to the gym as much as I can because I want to, like, get myself fit. So I was like, oh, I'll go and do, like, two PTs and I'll go and train by myself a couple of times. Mm. But then with dancing, I was like, 
fuck, this is, like, way too hard. Like, I'm not even recovering at all. Um, and I think when I swapped over to, like, two to three sessions, I was, like, not scared at the start, but I was, like, oh, like, I'm going to have to recover a lot more. And I was, like, shit, like, knowing people – I didn't feel guilty for, like, resting, but I was, like, oh, like, I'm not doing anything today. Like, I'm doing less. Is this going to, like, ruin my progress? Am I going to, like – yeah. Yeah. get worse I'm not training as much and then I was like nah like I need to just like sort of stick this out and just train less and I'll probably feel better for it and then now I literally will not go back to doing that many sessions because three two to three sessions enough for me and I like have plenty of time to recover and I end up training so much better in my session yeah so do you find it's helped out overall like in terms of having more recovery time has it like helped a at the gym but like b with your dancing like are you finding you have do you have more energy 100% like i this last year i always say this year <laughs> last year i um, i found that i was able to like push so much harder in dancing and just really like i wasn't like getting fatigued by like midday and i was just yeah i was able to push and like really focus on improving at dancing rather than being like oh like i'll just chill out at dance and then push at gym yeah (laughs) when dance was the priority (laughs) yeah that's true no because i do remember first year um todd was always like oh boys you need to get in the gym and then so like i went to the gym like five days a week but like before school and Mm -hmm. i got to school and got to like 10 o'clock and i was like dead i was like out for the kid yeah i can't do this um so yeah i feel like recovery is so important even if you just mm-hmm. didn't go to the gym like just doing five yeah. days of dance like having recovery just after that is like so important otherwise you do um knees and legs yeah and 100% shoulders. like if I didn't go to gym and I just danced which I pretty much did last year um I remember our rehearsals were so intense like if I hadn't recovered and eaten properly afterwards and got a good sleep, then I would have been wrecked for the next day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, now, tell us about your injury history and how you manage uh, training with that in mind, I guess. Um, main injury I had was, like, this knee thing. I don't even know what it was. Like, I would just get this weird pain, like, not like under the knee, it was like under to the side. So that is your knee. It was like here. Mm. I don't even know what it was. It was just like an overuse injury from like jumping and stuff. So I guess with that, I wasn't able to like jump a lot at dancing last year, especially for the first half of the year when it was really bad. Um, I had to just like mark all the jumps. Um, turning hurt a little bit on it because like the plie on the turn. Um, but it was just random because it would come and go all the time. Um, but with training, I had to do a lot of, um, like isometric stuff. So like lying on my back, um, with my feet up on like this hand on the exercise ball. And I had to like press my, um, ankle into the ball and just put pressure in that spot to strengthen it yeah. and do lots of like one legged wall sits. I wasn't able to do any sort of like squats or, um, like I'd have box jumps, like plyometric stuff. Um, but I pretty much just had to take all that out, work on isometric stuff and just focus my training on like rehab Yeah. for my knee. Um, but overall, like that was mainly like the main injury. I did get a shoulder impingement maybe like a year before that, mm-hmm. which is just like this, another overuse industry injury. 
um, which is why I like also another reason as to why cutting down training helped. Yeah, um, yeah. That like healed pretty much by itself because over summer I like rested heaps and it was like gone. It was just like a lot of rehab, like all this sort of stuff. Yeah, sure. The shoulders, shoulders are not like fun to injure. You can't do anything when your shoulders sore. Um, but Sorry. yeah, that was pretty much just like avoid, um, um, avoid up body work and just rehab. But yep. that was over summer, so like it didn't interfere with dancing that much. Oh, easy. You're laughing. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, because I I do remember for like a good year you just had knee tape for mm-hmm. <laughs> just yeah, that was long. a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, Knees, not good. Um, no. Now, back to your Instagram page. How do you go mm-hmm. about? I know you don't recommend food, but like in mm-hmm. terms of uh, what you post in terms of food, because I know, especially in like fitness circles, and I guess just you know, it, in the time that we are um, as early twenties, you twenty mm-hmm. yet? Nineteen. Nineteen. Teenagers, <laughs> twenty soon, early twenties, twenty soon. Like, um, yeah. I guess posting and like recommending food. Um, so I don't like try to post too much, just because I don't want to give anyone the wrong idea and tell mm-hmm. people how they should eat and what they should eat. I guess I just sort of will share what I eat, and if people want to make that recipe, they can. I guess. Yeah. That's sort of like why, like, people have asked me to do like a full day of eating, and I'm like, eh don't really think I need to show you that just because I don't really need to show you what I eat. I'll show you like my breakfast, what I eat dinner, but I don't know. Like I just sort of say like you do you, if you want to get like inspo from me, that's fine. But if you want to like, I guess, no information on nutrition, maybe like find someone who is qualified in that field. Yeah. I just don't want to like interfere with that. But if someone is to ask me advice on like food, I would just say, here's a good base to start with. I wouldn't recommend eating any lower. Um, I guess if you want to eat higher, it's up to you and your goals, but don't go any lower than this amount of calories because you might damage your health in some sort of way down the track. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Well, and I think the minimum calorie intake for like, it's obviously different for um, like height, weight, age, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. But that's literally just to fuel yourself for like a day of, being alive just living yeah like actually actually just waking up out of bed and turning up so i feel like if you're gonna go on the fitness and um like training side of life you've, you've got to eat mm-hmm. more because you're burning mm-hmm. burning yes. lots of calories yeah but i think the thing is with a lot of girls that's sort of where like the stigma comes in with social media they like they get scared that they're going to get like big and bulky if they eat like too much food or they think that if they start like weight training and eating more, they're going to turn out to look like the rock, which is impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine it. If, if it was that easy, I would look like I Arnold right now. Exactly. I, like, I, just... I would, well, I would look like a monster. I would look like <laughs> the rock. <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> on one hand, that would be bad if you ate, you know, 500 calories more a day and did weight training and looked like The Rock. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, that would make my life so much easier. 
I know. Everyone would be on in the gym. Yeah. Everyone... All the guys would be huge. Oh, my God. You'd have no idea. It'd be <laughs> unbelievable. Um... <laughs> but this is, like, sort of where I'd say, like, the changes he was using um, on, like, Instagram especially because um, I saw, I think, Ashton, that, you know, Natasha Oceana, have you said last name? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. She just left Gymshark, and I didn't even know this. She told me this, like, literally about like, half an hour ago. Yeah, right. And I was like, yeah, and I was like, oh, I wonder why. I had, like, like a watch of her video, and she was saying that um, a lot of the Gymshark athletes were um, posting on their Instagram promoting low-calorie diets to their audience. Mm. And I was like, um, that's, like, not good because, like, they've got, like, a huge following. And I guess, like, that's sort of where she, like, left the Gymshark because she wanted to make sure that fitness was based on, like, science stuff and was including elements of, like, psychology and, like, being in the right field of fitness and making sure that it's not an art-based and instead it's, like, focused on science and, like, backed up by professionals and instead they were going against, like, the literature of sport, science, nutrition. Yeah. And they were... Pretty much just saying, do this, do that, train like this, eat super low calorie and you'll look like us. And that's sort of where people fall down the wrong hole and they think, um, i got to do this to look like this or this influencer. And that's sort of where um, people can injure themselves and that's not good. Like it's people opponents on social media and people use social media to gain motivation, inspiration from it, and then they get the wrong idea and it's just dangerous. Yeah. No, that is very dangerous. It's very much a mm-hmm. rabbit hole that you go down. It's like once you start going down, um, it's probably not going to end well. Uh, I'm surprised yeah, that um, Gymshark athletes are doing stuff like that because Gymshark is such a big brand. I know, and they're growing so much, but I think they just think if they've got a large following, then they'll be perfect to promote our clothes and whatnot. Yeah. Which isn't good. So, Because you, you see them posting like, Uh, I guess, toning workouts and ab circuits and ab challenges and they think that's how they should train to, like, get the results. But then I guess it's just preventing you from actually getting stronger because they're just fatiguing the muscle and doing, like, so many reps of, like, I know, donkey kickbacks and crunches. But instead, really, if you want to, like, look a certain way, you actually have to train, like, weights and, like, I don't know how to explain it, but just not doing an Instagram workout. But like they're promoting that, saying you have to do an Instagram workout. Yeah, well, I feel like everyone wants to look like you know every single Gymshark athlete, but I feel like they train professionally. Like mm-hmm. literally, I feel like all they do is just train because, like, yeah, with normal people, would... normal people have a, I guess, a normal job and an actual life to live, so they can't do you know three hundred sessions of bicep curls kind of thing. Mm, yeah, exactly. They're like. They're setting unrealistic unrealistic expectations because they are getting paid to train and pretty much they probably are training three times a day and they promote products and stuff that they might not even use and they're just like, yeah, like I train this much but I'm not going to tell you that and I'll just promote this product <laughs> and say you have to take this. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, they're getting well. paid to do it and I guess they it's all about lighting angles and they only show highlights. So I yeah. guess it's very not fake but. You don't show everything. You just show what they, what you want your audience to see. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, and that's, you know, that's the, I guess, the allure of it where it's like, oh, you can look like this if you do this and if you take this and, you know, you'll look like 
Steve Cook one day. Yeah, like they'll promote like skinny teas or detox stuff and silly supplements that shouldn't even exist. Uh, the people who promote <laughs> skinny teas, my grandmother has a f- cupboard full of that, and I'm like, eh, really? I don't think that does anything. I don't That's know what could possibly be in it that makes you skinny. I, I'm going to be honest, I actually have never even seen a skinny tea product. <laughs> I, I don't even know. Or like when you get those like... When people think, like, if they take BCAAs, it's going to, like, make mm. them, like, burn so much fat. And I'm like, yeah, but you pretty much get BCAAs in the food you eat already. Like, yep. you don't really need it. But people think that if they take it, they're going to lose so much fat and burn so much more fat than they would before if they didn't take it. Well, that's the thing. It's just like, well, if I do this without actually knowing how it works in their body, because, like, well, as you said, maybe it just, like, produces naturally or you get it with your food already, like... I don't know. Supplement yeah. supplements is a is a dangerous game. Yeah, the only supplements I'd probably be like, oh, this is like backed up and like over research makes sense is probably protein and like creatine. Yeah. But anything else, I'm like, why are you bothering? Oh yeah. Uh, outside of that, I take you know sugar free orange vitamin oh, C yeah. tablets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. I take vitamin C too. I meant like <laughs> in the gym, but yeah, like if someone's taking like. A fat burner, I'm like, it's not going to do anything. I was like, oh, I should probably look it up, like, what's in it. Because, like, that whole side of, like... Yeah, I probably should, actually. I might do that. Wait, what was it? Burner. The skinny tea? We should look yeah, what skinny, that is. It's skinny tea because at the end of the day, tea is just flavoured water. It's just flavoured <laughs> hot water. Like, what could possibly be in it? Oh, my God, I can't believe how much comes up. Ugh. All these different skinny tea programs. Um... Actually, while we're on the topic, how do you feel about these, like, Instagram influencer, um, like, fitness types? Um, what do you have books? I feel like that's the new rage nowadays is an e-book. What, uh, hey, what's in them and, like, why? Why should I do you mean like um, Do you mean, like, e-books as in, like, their training program? Or yeah, like... that kind of thing. I the guess it depends where it comes from. Yeah. <laughs> um. There are definitely a lot of people I um, follow who have, who are qualified, who are professionals and mm. have ebooks. And I'm like, I would 100% read this and do this. Yeah. But then there are also a lot of people who get their qualification and go, I'm going to make an ebook. And I'm like, are you? <laughs> <laughs> just because, like, for real, you why? literally have been, yeah, I'm like, you literally just got your qualification. I mean, you can if you want, but like, they think because they've got over 10K on Instagram, they can do this. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fine, but make sure what you're doing is correct and you research and you get information off higher qualified people and you just are confident in what you're sharing. Yeah. Yeah, no, but, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, like, there are a lot of accounts on social media that are awesome. Like, I have um found some like accounts who are professionals who have shared amazing information on like form injuries training and programming and i probably wouldn't be where i am today without them like yeah okay. they have definitely yeah, inspired me to like work out and train different ways and i guess like i remember finding this person called squat university and if you're into fitness and you're watching this then you have to follow them because what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> Um, they're, yeah, you they're called Squat University. Yeah, they're called Squat University, and I remember they posted on their page. Um, they had a client who had really bad ankle mobility, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to watch this because I have really shocking ankle mobility on mm. my left foot." 
And they had like all these exercises you can try to improve it. And they had the client do the before and the after of doing the exercises. And I was like, oh, I'm going to try this. My ankle mobility improved like crazy. And I was like, oh my God, like if I did not find this person, I would not have known this. I guess it just depends where you get your information from because I know a lot of people post false shit whereas like you get the accounts like that who you like really follow and you make sure they're 100% correct and it's like it actually can make a huge difference. Mm, I feel like there's 20% of like really good accounts because I feel like there's a lot of fluff out there. There's a lot of just like nothing. But when you do find um, a good account, like it's – it's always a good find. Yeah, that's why, like, when I post, I just try not to, like, share any, like, sets and reps and stuff because, yeah. like, it doesn't make sense to anybody else. Like, yeah, that's not no, going to help me. anyone. I'll say, at the end of the day, you are training for yourself. Like, mm. you, everyone trains differently. Everyone has no exact per- – no person is the exact same where they can, you know – because even, as you said before, it might just be literally the mobility in the ankles. Kind of thing. Yeah. So, you know, got to do it for you. That's what we're here for. Yeah, exactly. But I guess it's also can, I would see it as a positive in terms of motivation. Like, I guess when I follow people, I'm like, oh, yeah, like this is making me motivated to go and train and it might make people who aren't really into fitness be like, oh, like I want to get into fitness and like start working out, looking after myself. So yeah. I do see some positives to it. Too. Yeah, of course. I say we have harped on the negatives a fair bit, but they're actually yeah. good, there are good things to come from um yes, Instagram fitness Instagram. So um what okay. And if you if you've got a PT page, I would say it's a great too because it uh allows you to get your name out there a bit and like mm. it will allow potential clients to like actually trust you and form a good opinion on, on you so they can trust you to like enough to train you and they will actually pay you for your services. So I guess if you're going down that track and that's also a, a positive to having a social media and if you're promoting like good form and like educating your pe- um, educating your audience and I guess if you're following the right people, then you're able to use it um, on view fitness as like a positive thing. Mm. No, that, that is good because I feel like it, like the core of it, social media is really good. Like it's so easy mm. to get yourself out there. Um, attract like people and an audience that you want, but then it just kind of like devolves into trying to you know make your follow account higher. So mm. um, you just want to be promoting things that you're like confident about and like making sure you're you're giving people information that they can actually take away and like isn't gonna uh, ruin their health or injure them or something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, what are your goals for, like, your personal fitness this year? Um, I really want to, like, in terms of the gym, I want to get stronger. So I would love to um, improve, like, my squat. And, like, I've been having trouble with deadlifts. I had like just haven't done them in, like, mm-hmm. ages. So I was like, oh, I really want to get back into them and just, like, I don't know, just sort of, like, get really strong in, like, all those big lifts and just not be injured at all this year. Yeah. That would be fantastic it's a great goal um yeah and just also like make sure all my training is just like really focused towards dancing and um i guess sort of just like work towards a job yeah sure and we're gonna <clears throat> derail the conversation and go into dancing what are your goals with <laughs> dancing 
Because obviously um, uh, we're into third year now. Yes. Um, I would say um, I really would love to get a job. Mm. But if that doesn't happen, then I would just love to like overall get more confident in like my hip-hop commercial style mm-hmm. because that was definitely a weakness of mine like a, a while ago. I, I feel like I've improved a lot already in it, but I want to be more confident. You very <laughs> much have. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I want to be more confident and just like find my own sort of style a yeah. bit more. Yeah, sure. Um, what's what's the dream job? What's the dream dance oh, job? Um, like I mean, like going really out there, yep. it would be like a backup dancer for someone like, um, like even like Pink or someone like Robbie Williams, someone like, Sick. or even like in Australia, yeah. Robbie Williams. Oh my um, god, I love yeah. Robbie Williams. <laughs> my mum would die if I got Robbie Williams. Yeah, that would be. Oh, that'd be great. I could, yeah, that would be cool. Does, I've. Cannot remember for the life of me. I feel like when Pink last came to Australia, her show was like really acrobatic for some reason. Yeah, she was on like high wires and shit, and like just flying. It was around. really cool. Um, yeah, because you are also yeah. a, a well known uh, flipper and acrobat, so I feel like that would work nicely for you. Yeah, Pink would be cool because she puts a bit of contemporary in there as well, and you don't normally see that. <laughs> contemporary backup dancers, I love that. Yeah. That would be cool. That w- that would be very cool. Um, any- anything else that you wanted to talk about before we wrap this up? Can I think? Any last um, points other than follow ZW Active on, <laughs> on Instagram? Um, I'd probably just say like maybe just ensure you're following people that motivate you, inspire you, and you're like getting information from the correct people. Um, and especially like, oh, I didn't touch on this one, but like form in the gym. Mm, yeah, no, I would on. say you see a lot. Yeah. You see a lot of people who, like, you know, I don't know if you probably don't know, but like butt winks in like squats, where they like their butt goes like that in a squat. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I probably have really bad <laughs> form like, then. <laughs> <laughs> no, like when you see people on Instagram, they're like always squatting, which is fine, but they get like the butt wink or like they arch their back in like a plank and I remember posting my form videos and so many people were like oh my god I didn't even know this and I was like Mm. you have been squatting and planking like for ages and you only just knew this now which is scary because people who don't know and want to get into fitness might think this is okay and they could injure themselves so I just say like making sure you're like working your form or like you're not sharing form tips that are wrong or you're I guess getting information from people who know what they're talking about (laughs) yeah sure so how do you back on the fitness train like um sorry i just i just popped up and i was like oh good no because form is very very important um in literally every exercise you do um how do you like who not who decides but it's like how do you know which is a correct form obviously like it'll feel good and make you um Mm -hmm. train correctly i guess but like how do you know not to you know, go too low on a squat or um, that kind of thing? I guess it's like when I'd say research because um, when I first started, I didn't know and I got told through like P- PTs and like the coach that I'm with now who um, knows a lot about form, mm. I would just say that like making sure you film yourself as well and if you know someone who know has good form and has told you this is how you should do it and he researched, 
then they would say like keep your back in a neutral position and don't arch or like um round your back so I would say like filming yourself and like if you feel yourself go too low in a squat I guess you would know because you would bounce or like if you filmed yourself and you saw your back arch you would just fix it and I guess if you get lower back pain as well or like knee pain then you know something's wrong yeah sure um I'd say just yeah like watching it and like making sure you're doing it correctly yeah and otherwise if you get yeah if you get injured then I guess that's something something is not right (laughs) I'll say if you're getting injured your form probably isn't that good yeah that's I mean, like, you can, people, can, people can get away with, like, slightly arch back and slightly rounding because that's mm. not, like, going to be detrimental. But, like, you can tell when – if your back is like this. Yeah, sure. Or if you're like this, then you'll know it's not right. <laughs> and you're probably not getting much out of it either. Like, if you're doing a no, plank you... and it's basically a downward dog at that point, like, there's not <laughs> – you're not getting much done. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Like, if you're, like <laughs> – this, then your core is probably not even working. Like you probably can't even feel yeah, it. Wow, planks are so easy. Oh my god, what yeah. was everyone complaining about? Yeah, but like, uh, yeah, I guess just make sure you're following the right people. But I mean, at the same time, like if you're using a page to promote your journey and you haven't got an amazing form, that's also so fine because that's the whole point of your page is to improve yourself. So yeah, um, but yeah, just. Being sure you're following the right people and not taking information from people that you might think, oh, this might not be beneficial for me. Yeah. Hey, love it. Oh, yeah. And welcome to the outro. Uh, thanks, Zoe, for coming on. That was really fun and very insightful. Um, obviously, there's a lot going on with the whole Instagram fitness side of the world, so it's good to get someone who's in that uh field to come on and chat about it so thanks so much uh thank you for listening to for all hours and i will see you next time <laughs>